baby. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. It is Thursday morning. We are live this morning at Pine House Kitchen in Tiverton. It is February 22nd, 2024. Actress Drew Barrymore is 49 years old. We've known her since she was just a little girl on E.T. I taught him how to talk now. He can talk now. You're beautiful. James Blunt. You're beautiful. He is the big 50 years old today. It's true. NBA Hall of Famer Dr. J. Julius Irving has a birthday. The greatest athlete in UMass history is 74. One of the most iconic moments in American sports history happened on this date, 1980, as the USA hockey team, a bunch of college kids, somehow beat the Soviets, who were all pros. The Miracle on Ice, Al Michaels with the call, 44 years ago today. At the Grammy Awards, 34 years ago, Millie Vanilli won for Best New Artist, and then the guys later admitted they didn't sing a word on this entire album. The Spice Girls had the number one song here 27 years ago with Wanna Be. It was number one here at Fun 107 for four weeks in a row. Seven years ago, people were camped out outside of the Chick-fil-A in Seekonk. They were waiting for them to open for the first time the following day. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie looking at a sunny day today. Today's the pretty much the best day of the week. It's going to be a little warmer tomorrow, but it's going to be rainy. It's 22 now at Pine House Kitchen. Bringing your taste of Hollywood right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's Entertainment Update on Fun 107. Jimmy Kimmel considering moving on from late night TV. He confessed that he's been thinking about leaving his hosting gig on Jimmy Kimmel Live after his latest contract with ABC ends. He's been on air for 21 years. He said, I think this is my final contract. I hate to even say it because everyone's laughing at me now. Each time I think that and then it turns out to be not the case. I still have a little more than two years left on my contract and that seems pretty good. He said, that seems like enough. The thought also crossed his mind while preparing for his hosting gig at the Academy Awards in March. He said, I was so tired. I had all these scripts to go through. I had to revise, rewrite, and I was literally nodding off on my computer. It's moments like that where I say, yeah, I'm done. Uh, he continued by saying it's hard to yearn for it when you're doing it. But he also admitted that he goes back and forth because he said, I take the summer off or, you know, I go on strike. And you start saying, yeah, I miss the fun stuff. As for what he would possibly do if he decided to retire from his late night hosting gig, Kimmel joked that he might learn Italian or how to play the harmonica or go fly fishing, among other things. Uh, he then went on to admit that he doesn't know exactly what he would do, but there's still a lot of things he wants to accomplish, saying it might not be anything that anyone other than me is aware of. He said, I have a lot of hobbies. I love to cook. I love to draw. I imagine myself learning to do sculptures. I never know if he's joking or if he's serious. Truly. I have no idea. I have no idea. It might be true. It might be not. But he did say that, you know, it, when I die, if I'm fortunate enough to die on my own terms in my own bed, I'm going to think, oh, I was never able to do this. I was never able to do that. 
I just know this about myself. So he's he's a goal getter. He doesn't know how to stop working. So Kimmel, he's he's 21 years in now, right? Yes. He's got two years left, so it's 23 years? Yes. Do you think, so how long do you think Letterman went, for example? I have no idea. 40? No. I was surprised that it was, it was only 22. For Letterman? Yeah. Carson, what do you think? Ooh, Carson. 25? 30. 30. Mm. I, I wonder if that's the longest. It is. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be. Well, Jimmy Kimmel, what a what an incredible career he's had, and it looks like we got two more years to enjoy that. King Charles III said he had been reduced to tears by the messages he has received from people since his cancer diagnosis as he held his weekly audience with the Prime Minister for the first time since stepping away from the public duties to focus on his treatment. While the 75-year-old head of state remains absent from public engagements, he has said he intends to continue to perform his state duties. Wearing a navy blue suit and tie, Charles joked with Prime Minister before their formal meeting at Buckingham Palace. The Prime Minister saying, wonderful to see you looking so well. We're all behind you. The country's behind you. And that's when he said, I've had so many wonderful messages and cards. It's reduced me to tears most of the time. This was the first time that Charles had been filmed carrying out official duties since late last year. So palace officials didn't disclose the type of cancer, but they did say it is not prostate cancer. So it, that's good. It's interesting because, you know, for a guy who's, I mean, let's face it, he's, he was born a prince and he, you know, it's quite an incredible life to lead, but he's had a lot of like negative things happen. He has not had the easiest royal life of them all. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Well, I mean, he he had a difficult childhood, and then he had the whole thing with Princess Diana, which was mm. not very good. He doesn't <laughs> have the popular vote. Let's put it that and way. And then, you know, yeah, the Camilla thing was rocky. Oh, that's right. And then, you well, know. Well, a couple of them he did it to himself. Really? <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, but then he becomes king, and it's like less than a year, and now he's dealing with this. It's just, it's just not been like an easy right, road for him. Right. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Charles said he was also gratified to see how the announcement of his diagnosis had boosted support for cancer charities in the United Kingdom. I guess he was like one of the most Googled people right after the um, the announcement. And then, you know, what is prostate cancer? How do I give to cancer charities? Like it, it was just all trending. So that's nice to see. And it's nice to see him out and about again. The Beatles are getting the big screen biopic treatment in not just one film, but a fab four of movies that will give each band member their own spotlight, all of which are to be directed by Sam Mendes. For the first time, the Beatles, long among the stingiest rights granters, are giving full life and music rights to a movie project Sony Pictures announced this week. The stories of Paul McCartney, John Lennon, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr spread out over a quartet of films. This is going to be so cool. Uh, it's, it's, it's expected to roll out theatrically in innovative fashion mm. with the movies potentially coexisting or intersecting in theaters. Precise release plans will be announced at a later date. Sony targeting 2027 for the release. McCarthy, Starr, and the families of Lennon and Harrison have all signed off on the project through the band's Apple Corps Limited Sony Music Publishing Controls, the rights to the majority of Beatles songs. Each film will be from the perspective of the Beatle. And the director saying, we intend this to be a uniquely thrilling and epic cinematic experience. Four films told from four different perspectives, which tell a single story about the most celebrated band 
of all time. So do you think, is it like actual footage of them or is it like... Uh, no, I picture this as like a Queen movie. Okay, okay, you know? yeah. Um, because it's, it's from the perspective of the Beatle. So four films, this is going to be the first of its kind because... Like like I said, I guess they're they were very stingy with rights and and that sort of thing. I can see them intertwining actual footage, but I th- I I picture myself like Bohemian Rhapsody. I think that's a great or, comparison. You know, yeah. I, I'm so excited for this. Me too. I think we I think we all have. I think the Beatles gives everyone a feeling, a, some sort of feeling inside. Like we all have a connection to the Beatles in some form, and like that just shows how powerful that band is. I immediately think of my dad. Like I, we used to listen to every Beatles song in the car at home. Like I am so excited for these movies. What do you? What do they be the best two? Ooh, it's I very mean, easy, it, right? That's, that's pretty. Although I would like to hear from Ringo. Really? <laughs> Just to hear his side of things. The poor guy always got the shaft. Well, it's like the drummer, right? Yeah. Ringo's like the uh, the Kevin Jonas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Kevin Jonas. I, it's up to me. It's, I love. I mean, John would be interesting, but Paul, I think, is oh, that's, that's gonna be the best story. I think. But then again, I, I'm excited for John because maybe we'll finally see how he feels about the Yoko Ono stuff. Ooh, and, you know, scandalous. like his side of things. So it's going to be good. More entertainment news. We're live at Pine House Kitchen in Tiverton. And more entertainment news is up on the Fun 107 app now. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. We're live this morning from Pine House Kitchen in Tiverton. Looking forward to uh, being the first to try this new restaurant. It's where Wally's Tap House was before. I just popped my head into the kitchen. Get ready. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, listen to this. This is crazy because my, my morning kind of started off a little bit rough. Um, I, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I don't get out to Tiverton too much in my life. And so I didn't exactly know where exactly this restaurant was. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went to go punch it into my, you know, ways. And Waze was like, oh, you're not online. I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. Keep resetting my phone, rebooting it, rebooting it, like as we're, you know, trying to get here, hoping that it's even bringing me here. I don't even know. I didn't know if it needed to be connected to uh, online to get me here. Long story short, I get all the way here. I've got no signal. It's just SOS. And... Get here, you're, Maddie. You're helping me out, trying to you know you like reboot this. Yeah, I was looking this. at all the tech support stuff for you. And just got uh, news in here at, at, at Pine House Kitchen, back from the studio. Mike Roberts, uh, our producer, you know, told us uh, some breaking news: a nationwide AT and T outage. Yikes! That's intense. That is intense. Nationwide. How? What could even spark that? I don't even want to begin to Aliens. speculate, um, but... Aliens. Listen, I mean, it, it, it could be anything. Aliens. It could be, you know, there could I be know. a cyber attack. A national breach. But wait, I thought you had Verizon, Michael. No, I'm AT&T. Oh. Why? I don't know anybody who's got AT&T. Me. Michael Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's scary. I don't want to go there just yet, but that is scary. I mean, it, it makes you think... It just makes you think. Like, you know, like... Of course it does. Especially with the world and where we're at right now, of course it does. 
So if you're waking up and you don't have signal on your phone, that is what's going on. Like that is, it actually crossed my mind. I didn't think nationwide though. Right. I thought maybe there was like a, just an outage or something like that. Wow. And I was going to come on here and just be like, hey, how do I get rid of this SOS on my phone? Maybe and, it's something uh, we need though. Maybe it's a little break from, from technology and the cell phone. Not if somebody's breaching the United States. Not that. I'm not saying <laughs> that. But you know, I mean, think about the silver linings of this for a second. Have you been on your phone since it's been in SOS mode? Uh, the first thing I did when I got here to Pine House is say, what's your Wi-Fi? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on. But uh, no, I, I mean, honestly, cause, because on the, I was on the way here driving and I wanted to call you guys to be like, hey, I'm running behind. Couldn't. No mm -hmm. cell phone. It's been so long since I've driven without a cell phone. Like, think about that. Like, it's. We used to be so naked. Yeah. Driving around, no cell phone, you break down, you're screwed. Yeah, that's scary. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, okay, I should have printed this out on MapQuest. Ma MapQuest, sure. But I mean, like, if you're driving in the middle of nowhere, you break down, now what? You want to hear bold, the very first ride I took with my license, alone, solo, without phone, without, I didn't even have MapQuest, was to Providence, Rhode Island. That's a bold move right there. Because you could take any exit, and then next thing you know, you're in Connecticut. So, <laughs> so anyway, so if, you are, if you're waking up this morning and your cell phone is not working, you are definitely not alone. We'll keep you updated on this breaking story. We're live here at Pine House Kitchen, Tiverton. It's Michael and Maddie. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie, JT right there. And we've got more Timberlake tickets coming up later this morning. We're live at Pine House Kitchen in Tiverton. And the breaking news before we get to the staff here at, at Pine House, uh, breaking news this morning that there is a national, apparently a national AT&T outage. It's and concerning. I'm experiencing it myself this morning. I woke up and I was, you know, coming here and I'm looking at my phone and it says SOS. And I'm like, SOS? You know, it's funny. Though. I got a buddy that says he's got AT&T and he's got full 5G. And he's down on, what? The, he's down on the Cape. I don't know what that means because nationwide is nationwide. Maybe it's a regional thing then. Possibly. Yeah. So we're still getting, I, we're, we're still trying to piece this together. There's definitely something, some issue with AT&T this morning. Uh, so if, if you're getting up and you're seeing SOS on your phone, that is the deal there. So uh, we're, we're so happy to be here. Pine House Restaurant, behind Pine House Kitchen. You guys have uh, put a lot of work into this place since you took it over from Wally's Tap House. How long have you taken over uh, so this restaurant, Jared? January 9th is when I got, January 9th is when I got the keys. So. And uh, a ton of work yep. went into this. So it looks like you revamped the whole kitchen. And what, what are you most uh, proud of about all the work you've done here? Definitely the kitchen. So yeah. that's where I took the most, you know, I was uh, the most important. So really, really redid the whole thing. It's the most important spot of the kitchen. Unfortunately, the customers don't see it too much. <laughs> but, um, you know, who wants to? I would be really happy to show it. And it's, uh, it's my, you know, my showpiece. It's uh, But um, redid the whole bar as well. So I was going to really say. excited about that. Made it a little bit bigger. Um, and then, uh, you know, got all new appliances, everything like that. So it's all fresh, new, everything's working good because all the time working in the kitchen about, you know, 20 years, that's the worst thing is having broken equipment. It doesn't work, things like that. So it was one um, of those things you said, if I ever get my own restaurant, I'm yeah. doing it this way. Yes, And exactly. here you are. Yeah. So all those little things that if I ever said I'd get my own restaurant, you know, the cooler door won't be broken. <laughs> you lift up everything. It won't fling out at you. Right, you know, right. The right tools to work with. So I really put my heart and soul into the kitchen, made it exactly 
how I wanted to. Um, got the really nice pizza oven. Um, it's oh, pretty much the pizza. Ferrari pizza oven, so I'm pretty excited about it all. Well, this has been the talk of the town, not only here in Tiverton, but across the South Coast. You know, what is going on in there? What are they going to be serving? You know, I love that you uh, really stayed true to the Pine House name. A lot of pine. Yeah, yeah. A lot of pine, a lot of wood, but it's so homey, and it, it's got that new smell. Yeah, that new it's really got a really smell. clean, crisp look. It really does. It yeah. really does. Yeah, so we were we were going back and forth with the names. I had about fifty or sixty written down. Oh, really? Or so. Yeah, and then I just was like pine, pine, and then you know there's a lot of pine, and it was a it's a house because it's more <laughs> of a foundation like a house. So then I just kind of put it together, pine house. And then my wife came over. She was like, "What about kitchen and bar at the end?" I'm like, "That is perfect. It's a it's a pine house." And 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 once I said that name, I couldn't get another name to stick. So yeah. I was like, "This is the name." So, what, so with sense. food wise, what do you think you're going to be known for? So really, uh, I mean, comfort food, definitely going to be really premium uh, cut steaks. So definitely focus on melting your mouth steaks. Um, also the pizza. So all made from scratch, individual pizzas. I was trained um, out in Italy, actually, to make pizzas by Italian guy. Um, we got special flour coming in as well. Oh um, that's, you know, come from there. It's called Petra flour. So uh-huh. really nice. Um, you don't feel bloated after you eat the pizza. You know, you feel really good. So you can go ahead and, and enjoy a nice uh, espresso and dessert. Afterwards. Keep talking. Keep uh, talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of pizza is it? Is it going to be thin? Is it going to be thick? It's uh, more to the thin side. Okay. Um, kind of like your your Italian pizza, kind of yep. individual margarita Napolitana pizza. Yeah. Um, so oh kind of just really fresh sauce, really just, just fresh, fresh ingredients. And my the, mouth is watering. The biggest question is... When can people come? <laughs> so we're shooting for the first and second week to March. Um, we're really hitting close now. There's just a lot of things that are behind the scenes, more of getting the POS system all loaded up and ready to go. But, I mean, we're really close. And uh, thanks for you guys. You actually pushed it. And uh, we're here <laughs> to like, 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, just making sure <laughs> yeah. we're ready, cleaning up, making sure everything was hooked up. They so. were swearing about us at 2 o'clock in the morning. Those oh sons of guns. I can't believe they're making us do this. Yeah. So, so that what, gave us a little more of a push, which is good. So everything <laughs> made in-house from the dinners to the desserts, right? Yes, yes. And we have um, my sister is a pastry chef, which she's on the team as well. So she studied out in North Carolina. Um, and then I also studied out in Brazil for about 10 years, and my dad owns a big uh, restaurant bakery. So wow. that's actually how I started off, was with pastries, and then went to bread, and then went to the hot kitchen. So your dad's bakery, where is it? In Sao Paulo, Brazil. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It had 4,000 customers a day, 180 employees, and, and uh, about... Uh, uh, you know, 4,000 customers, 180 employees, and it was 24 hours a day and only closed on Monday Whoa, nights. Whoa, 24-hour bakery? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, All right, we need yeah. one of those. <laughs> we need was, one of those. You pretty much had everything. So I had customers that went there for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a midnight snack. No oh, way. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Yeah. Field trips. Yeah. So we had the Brazilian, you know, uh, cut meats. We had the cold cuts. We had a lot of pastries in there. We had cigarettes, beer, wine, espresso. <laughs> it's pretty much everything. It's like a small Whole Foods. That's great. So that was kind of the best, like, uh, training, I guess, I could ask for. Well, you're going to just warmed up this morning. They brought out some chicken Mozambique, uh, some shrimp Mozambique, and then what is that dip? Is that a crab dip? Yeah, it's an artichoke crab dip. Yep, with fontina cheese melted on top with some fresh house made chips as well. Delicious. All right. It's Pine House Kitchen and Bar and Jared. We love it so far. Yep, yep. Awesome. We're going to be sampling it all morning here long long uh, in Tiverton. And uh, your chance to get a gift card at half price here to Pine House Kitchen coming up this morning at 9 o'clock. Jared, thanks so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. It is 6.56. Again, uh, an outage with AT&T this morning if you are waking up and finding an SOS 
on your phone. That's the deal with it. Phil Devin has a look at your 90-second news update. New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell is proposing a procedure for recalling elected officials. He unveiled it Wednesday, and it's going before the city council for consideration. He spoke with WBSM's Chris McCarthy. I believe this is necessary here um, for our city uh, to protect the residents of our city. Absolutely. Some extreme uh, set of circumstances when, you know, a public official breaches the, the, the public trust. Under the proposal, recalling a mayor, assessor, or at-large city councilor would start with a petition filed with the Board of Election Commissioners. See all the details on the Fun 107 app. The Rhode Island man accused of attempted armed robbery Monday wasn't anywhere near the crime scene. Instead, he was at a casino. That's the argument coming from the attorney for 29-year-old Giovanni Foyol. In a Massachusetts courtroom Wednesday, that attorney argued his client is innocent of the attempted robbery in Swansea and has an alibi. Foyol is being held and is due back in court March 28th. Police are still looking for a second suspect. A stabbing in Fall River Tuesday night injured a man in his 60s who didn't know he'd been stabbed at first. The man told police the suspect lunged at him through the passenger side of his car somewhere on County Street. As he drove away, he realized he was bleeding. Anyone with information can call Fall River Police. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden announced a $100 million commitment toward women's health care research during a visit to Cambridge. The First Lady was joined by Senators Elizabeth Warren, Ed Markey, and other officials for the announcement at the Advanced Research Projects Agency for Health. Dr. Biden was appointed by the president to lead the White House Initiative on Women's Health Research, and the announcement is part of that effort. She says many women leave the doctor's office with more questions than answers, and that must change. This ain't Texas. And Beyonce is now the first black woman to score a number one hit on the Billboard Country Charts. On Wednesday, her hit Texas Hold'em debuted at number one on Billboard's Hot Country Songs Chart. Before Beyonce, before Beyonce, the highest ranking song by a black woman was over 50 years ago when Linda Martell peaked at 22 on the Billboard Country Chart with the song Color Him Father. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Edmonton Oilers 6-5. Tonight, they're away to play the Calgary Flames. That game at 9. And the Boston Celtics play the Bulls in Chicago at 8. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. This is Fun 107. That is Tate McRae. It is Michael and Maddie. We're live this morning in Tiverton at Pine House Kitchen and Bar. And the big story this morning is a widespread cellular network outage that is pretty much affecting all the major service providers this morning across America. So it's really the bulk of the outage is an AT&T thing, but there's also Verizon, there's also T-Mobile, U.S. Cellular um, having issues this morning. And it started roughly around 4 o'clock this morning, uh, and then... In San Francisco, they have acknowledged that AT&T users were having trouble even calling 911. And Jeez. That should not be the case. No, definitely not. Even, yeah, so even if you've got no service, you're still, you know how it says SOS on yeah. the top of most people's phones this morning? You're supposed to be able to still call 911. Mm-hmm. And that's not working for More some reason. More than 44,000 customers have reported outages for AT&T. That sounds so low to me. 
Well, it, it could be um, geographical. Like it could, a lot of it could be on the East Coast, you know, because it seems like a lot of our listeners are affected. Yes. So, I mean, or maybe it's just like those are the people are reporting. Like I, I mine's out, yeah, but like I haven't reported right. anything. Like not everybody's going to report it. Yeah. Right. Um, Houston, Honolulu, another couple of um, of the very affected areas, but uh, the Cape. Interestingly enough, we had some Cape Cod callers call us this morning and say that they're fine. So, <laughs> so yeah. Cape's doing good. <laughs> yeah, kind of weird. Good morning, Fun 107. Good morning. Hi there. What's going on this morning? So I wanted to give you a, a, an update about the SOS. My son at 4.30 in the morning is calling me and saying, hey, you didn't pay the bill. The phone's not working. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's paid. <laughs> so that's funny. you Th- said something now. I just text them. Fun 107 said, no, it's been a problem with AT&T. Yeah, I have AT&T. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get, I'll make you feel better because that's the first thing that Gazelle and Maddie said to me. Oh, well, you got to pay your bill. I'm like, I think it's all paid in full. What's your name? Well, my name is Sarah. Well, Sarah, it's not you. It's them. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I said, thank God it wasn't me. He's like, okay, Mom, you got this one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, Sarah. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. You too. You know, it's a good lesson because it it shows you just how rely like how much we rely on uh, these yeah. cell phones. It's a little scary. Do you know numbers like phone numbers of family members that you may need? Nope. That's terrible, Michael. So so I know my wife's phone number because it was I learned it when you actually had to learn numbers. Yep. Um <laughs> But I, I could not, if you gave me $10 million, I could not tell you what my daughter's phone number is. Oh, no. So, you know, my daughter's away at school now. She can't call us. I can't call her. I have no idea, you know, her phone number, nothing. Oh, no that idea. makes me very nervous. Uh, yeah, I'm not happy about that. I think it it's a good be, lesson, though. Like, it you know, is. Like, it should be a requirement to, like, make sure you memorize these three numbers or something, you know? Yeah. Um, Man, and it's it's really chilling when you think about it. It's like zombie apocalypse kind of stuff. Like a little. Well, how would what would we do? No, no, no. But like the, the communication, when you take that away, that is humans really find a way. But uh, humans have always found a way. That's a really chilling thing. Yeah, it's definitely to, scary to not have communication. For sure, it's a, it's a very important thing. Not me pulling out a pigeon from my car. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully this is just... Uh, I, I, what I don't like about this, I would feel a whole lot better about this if it was just AT&T. If, like, it was just an AT&T problem, you would be like, well, you know, maybe they had a, you know, some kind of a server failure or, you know, whatever. But the fact that it's AT&T and then some Verizon, some U.S. Cellular, some T-Mobile, that's weird. Like, all of those... Yeah, Companies had problems this very morning. Odd. Like, just happen to all go out at four o'clock in the morning. That's weird. I'm not going doomsday just yet. I'm not <laughs> doing it. No, I don't know about doomsday, but you know there are there are people out there that don't that are trying to wreak havoc like this across the country. Yeah, that's fair. And they're you know they're they're foreign entities that. Well, want to do this to the United States. Hopefully just, you know, a couple towers got knocked or something. From all those different, you know, no, networks. Stop it, That's Michael. weird. Just saying it's weird. It is 7.51. We're live in Tiverton this morning. Pine House Kitchen and Bar. A look at this morning's headlines in Phil Devon.
What should New Bedford do in the event an elected official needs to be recalled? Mayor John Mitchell has outlined a plan for doing just that in a proposal he's submitting to the city council. The proposal outlines procedures for recalling the mayor, city assessor, and at-large city councilors. It would all start with a petition signed by 600 voters and filed with the city's election board. You can see full details of the plan on the Fun 107 app. If you're having trouble with your phone this morning, you're not alone. Phone users here on the South Coast and across the U.S. are reporting outages with AT&T and other providers today. Tens of thousands of AT&T customers alone are reporting no service. Problems have also been reported with networks including T-Mobile and Verizon. No comment yet from the providers on what's happening. Fall River police are investigating a stabbing from earlier this week. A man in his 60s claims the suspect lunged at him through the passenger window of his vehicle on County Street Tuesday night. A North Providence man suspected in an armed robbery attempt made his first appearance in court Wednesday. 29-year-old Giovanni Foyol was arrested in East Providence. Prosecutors say he and an unnamed accomplice tried to rob a courier at gunpoint outside Bay Coast Bank in Swansea on Monday, but fled after the intended victim resisted. Foyol's attorney says his client is innocent and has an alibi. Foyol is being held with a probable cause hearing set for March 28th. Ten members of Harvard's alumni have filed a federal lawsuit accusing the school of failing to address unrestrained anti-Semitism on campus. The lawsuit claims that Harvard has not dealt with rampant anti-Semitism even before the Hamas attack on Israel last October. It alleges that the university's failure to address the issue devalues a Harvard diploma and makes a mockery of graduates. And a former Disney Channel star is launching to new heights within the space industry. Good luck Charlie actress Bridget Mendler will serve as the CEO of startup Northwood Space. The company's mission is to create a data highway between Earth and space, building satellite ground stations that connect to satellites. In sports, Charlie McAvoy scored the game winner in overtime to lift the Bruins to a 6-5 victory over the Edmonton Oilers. Boston visits the Calgary Flames tonight. And the Celtics visit the Chicago Bulls tonight as well. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 106. Michael and Maddie coming up in minutes. More Justin Timberlake tickets. If you're dying to go to the show, we've got these tickets thanks to Coors Light and Dash Laundromat. They're on their way, so still time to enter on the Fun 107 app. Hey, we're uh, so happy to be testing out the menu here this morning at Pine House Kitchen and Bar in Tiverton. And we're here with Janae Machado, pastry chef, mixologist, general manager, basically the jack of all trades, right, Janae? Yes. <laughs> I mean, those desserts this morning were fantastic. Thank How long you. have you been baking? Um, I've been baking pretty much my whole life. I grew up doing it, but I went to school in 2017. For the obviously for this, yeah. yeah. Where'd you go? I went to Johnson Wales yes. in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, Charlotte, North yeah. Carolina. Is oh, it an extension other... of the Providence yeah. one? So they have one in Providence, Charlotte. They used to have one in Miami, um, oh, and wow. then they also have a Denver campus. I did, I did not, not know this. I didn't either. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. So, uh, so you learned how to do the the pastry. So you're yep. a pastry chef, yes. right? And uh, did you have a vision? Did you have a hand in like coming up with the the menu at all as a general manager or what? Um, so I'm really in charge of all desserts um, and then also our cocktail menu. Um, he's kind of given me the reins on that to do whatever I want. That's great. What kind yeah. of vibe are you trying to bring to the bar and the dessert menu? Um, definitely just fresh and seasonal ingredients. Um, kind of 
keeping them together a little bit too. So my desserts kind of play off my cocktails as oh, well. Fun. Like one of my dessert um, cocktails is actually like a lemon meringue martini. So then you have the lemon meringue tart. It kind of yeah it goes, goes well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this sounds like the perfect place to come with like your girlfriend. <laughs> sit at the bar. You don't need dinner. You just get the drinks yes. and the dessert, and you're good to go. <laughs> Girl exactly. dinner, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so you were up all night last night making these. What did we eat today? I was. Uh, so you had a chocolate cherry cake. That's um, chocolate cake, chocolate ganache, uh, cherry vanilla filling with a vanilla whipped cream. And then there's a lemon meringue tart. Uh, so again, it has the meringue lemon filling. It's an almond crust. So that's our gluten-free option mm. for the season. Excellent. Um, and then there's like a raspberry sauce as well. And, and what is it here at, at Pine House Kitchen and Bar that you... You know, because you've been obviously a customer at a million restaurants, right. and you, you know, maybe you always said, if I ever get my own restaurant, if I ever get my hands on one, I'm going to do this. What, what was something like that for you with uh, Pine House? For me here, I'm kind of letting my brother guide me a little bit mm -hmm. with using my creativity. Um, more so with my intention with Pine House is to learn from him so that I can go and branch off and do my own thing eventually. Excellent. So. It's a family affair. Yeah, it I love is. That. Ever worked with your brother before? Uh, catering once. Cater yeah. once. Yeah. Oh, how was it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's got to be you no, know, because it's kind of interesting. Like working with family. Yeah. It's a hit or miss. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so best of luck to all of you here at, you. at Pine House Kitchen and Bar. You've got to. I mean, it's beautiful. It's so bright and cheery and mm -hmm. clean and crisp and yeah i'm excited for it yeah you guys were talking All about because you've spent the past couple of months like on construction phases of things and they were saying we're just so happy to cook something yeah. and like make something here <laughs> we've been scrubbing everything down you know my hands actually like hurt from yeah. cleaning so much yeah i bet i bet well, best of luck to you and your brother. Uh, I think you got a real home run here, honestly. So, Thank you. Coming up in about a half hour, uh, we're going to be able to get Pine House Kitchen and Bar gift cards at half price at SeizeTheDeal.com. Janae, thank you for, I mean, really, thank you, seriously, genuinely, for staying up all night for, to bake us <laughs> Seriously. It was almost nice too desserts. pretty to touch, and Michael was like, no, I'm touching this. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for coming. Have a great day. 824, 90-second news update. Phil Devitt. With a look at this morning's headlines. New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell is proposing a procedure for recalling elected officials. He unveiled it Wednesday and it's going before the city council for consideration. He spoke with WBSM's Chris McCarthy. I believe this is necessary here um, for our city uh, to protect the residents of our city. Absolutely. And some extreme uh, set of circumstances when, you know, a public official breaches the, the, the public trust. Under the proposal, recalling a mayor, assessor, or at-large city councilor would start with a petition filed with the Board of Election Commissioners. See all the details on the Fun 107 app. The Rhode Island man accused of attempted armed robbery Monday wasn't anywhere near the crime scene. Instead, he was at a casino. That's the argument coming from the attorney for 29-year-old Giovanni Foyol. In a Massachusetts courtroom Wednesday, that attorney argued his client is innocent of the attempted robbery in Swansea and has an alibi. Foyol is being held and is due back in court March 28th. Police are still looking for a second suspect. A stabbing in Fall River Tuesday night injured a man in his 60s who didn't know he'd been stabbed at first. The 
The man told police the suspect lunged at him through the passenger side of his car somewhere on County Street. As he drove away, he realized he was bleeding. Anyone with information can call Fall River Police. If you're having trouble with your phone this morning, you're not alone. Phone users here on the South Coast and across the U.S. are reporting outages with AT&T and other providers today. Tens of thousands of AT&T customers alone are reporting no service. Problems have also been reported with networks including T-Mobile and Verizon. No comment yet from the providers on what's happening. This ain't Texas. And Beyonce is now the first black woman to score a number one hit on the Billboard Country Charts. On Wednesday, her hit Texas Hold'em debuted at number one on Billboard's Hot Country Songs Chart. Before Beyonce, before Beyonce, the highest ranking song by a black woman was over 50 years ago when Linda Martell peaked at 22 on the Billboard Country Chart with the song Color Him Father. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Edmonton Oilers 6-5. Tonight, they're away to play the Calgary Flames. That game at 9. And the Boston Celtics play the Bulls in Chicago at 8. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Michael and Maddie, we're live this morning at Pine House Kitchen and Bar. And, man, they have been incredible. We're just living our best lives over here. What do you think? What's your best... Your favorite thing you've had here? The so burger, far. hands down. The burger, the burger was, was fantastic. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. But you were you did not pace yourself properly. Strate- That's fair. You were strategically <laughs> weak. That's fair. I got full so fast. And you, the guy that was eating all the dip on us. I know. Well, he said because I didn't have a chance to have enough room for the steak. Uh, the steak frites. Yeah. Then, I mean, I think that was my favorite. It's just another reason to come back, though. I'll have to come back get the steak frites. Get another dessert, you know? Gazelle, what was your favorite? I'm torn because I really like the fact that, like, the burger was drenched in that Gouda cheddar mix cheese, and it was just simple. Nothing on it, just the way I like it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go the burger route on this one. I'm going to go with the steak. Steak was with that compound outstanding. Butter. Mm. I love the butter on top. Yeah. Love it. You know, actually, the underdog are those little French fries that it's got, those yeah, the skinny. Sh- the shoestring French oh, fries. yes. Well, we're going to get your chance to uh, get half-price gift cards here to Pine House Kitchen and Bar in Tiverton. Coming up in a few minutes, up at SeizeTheDeal.com, that starts at 9 o'clock. But first, we've got some business to get to. We've got more of these Justin Timberlake tickets to give away. It's been JT Week here all week long on Michael and Maddie. And to Fairhaven we go where Rebecca Robillard is listening. Good morning, Rebecca. Hello. Hey, Rebecca Robillard. It's Michael and Maddie. Hello. How you doing this morning, Rebecca? I'm good. You must have Verizon because we're trying to call, you know, AT&T people who can't get them. Oh, actually, I have um, T-Mobile. Oh, okay. So you were one of the lucky ones that weren't affected by this outage. Did you hear about it? I have not, no. Oh, there's a there's a nationwide outage going on, but thank goodness your phone worked because we have some good yeah. news for you. It was meant to be Rebecca Robillard. You're going to go see JT. No way. Yes way. Justin Timberlake live in Boston. How does that sound? It sounds fantastic. <laughs> so what are you doing up so early today? I am at work. Oh, already working. What do you do? Where do you work? I work for Snatch. Southeastern Massachusetts Educational Collaborative. All right. Well, listen, uh, go in there. Let everybody know that you won some Justin Timberlake tickets today on Fun 107. We want to thank 
our friends at Coors Light and at Dash Laundromat for helping us give away these tickets all week long. And P.S., tonight, Traveler's Alehouse in Fairhaven, Gazelle's going to be there with the final pair of Justin Timberlake tickets. So get down there between 6 and 8 tonight, and uh, you could win those tickets. But, Rebecca, you're good to go. Great. That is awesome. Let everybody know who's hooking me up this morning with Justin Timberlake tickets. Fun 107. Standing next to you, it is Michael and Maddie. We're live this morning from Pine House Kitchen and Bar, and they're printing up the T-shirts as we speak. I survived the cellular outage of 2024. <laughs> Come on. The bumper stickers, the T-shirts. <laughs> We got some new numbers, actually, guys. So over 32,000 AT&T outages reported uh, by 4 a.m. Now, I wonder, here's my question. I wonder what that means. Does that mean, is an outage like me, I am one outage, or does it mean the, the tower is out? Oh, that question. might make more sense, that there's 32,000 towers not working. I would say outages are people reporting their own personal so outage. they're individuals? Because that doesn't I seem would, like enough people to be... I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. My but, guess is so, that it's a tower. So if, if you were to let me finish, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Over thirty-two thousand as of four a.m. Then it spiked again to more than fifty thousand around seven a.m. With most issues reported in Houston, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Atlanta, according to the site. Then it surged to more than seventy-one thousand just before eight o'clock. I'm telling you, these are towers. These are towers. And the interesting thing is, the we're getting calls from the Cape. The Cape seems to have escaped the whole thing. I don't know. Weird. A little over 1,100 T-Mobile outages and about 3,000 Verizon outages reported as of 7 a.m. this morning. It's still not clear what triggered the disruption. AT&T acknowledging the issue this morning, saying some of our customers experiencing interruptions. They are working urgently to resolve it. They're also very active on X this morning, responding to people. Um... Verizon saying that the outages are not impacting their network directly, but are impacting their customers trying to reach another car carrier experiencing the issue. That's it? So, for instance, if a Verizon phone is trying to call a T-Mobile phone, it will not go okay. through. Um, a well, lot yeah. of people concerned about the 911 calls in case of emergency. So the San Francisco Fire Department had to release a statement about it, um, saying that they are still operational. Um, if you are a customer and can't get through, try calling from a landline because we all still have those, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... Then the SOS feature is supposed to allow you to be able to call 911. That's, that's why it's sketchy. That's why it's so sketchy. So we, we asked about it on Facebook. Um, Paul saying, I woke up and I thought something was wrong with my phone. Turned it off like 15 different same, times. Still same, same, Paul. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you got the what cellular outage. Well, it's the one that's going nationwide. You know, that one. Um, oh, this poor girl, Brianna Burton. I was trying to check in for my flight. She couldn't. Oh, <laughs> that snap. That stinks. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So, this reminds me of one time in my life that you guys are probably too young to remember. But when 9-11 went down, the cell phones went away, mm -hmm. which was weird. And it was like you couldn't call, which, which obviously added to the panic because you couldn't call like your loved ones to see how they were doing. But this reminds me of that day. Is it fair to say landlines were still they pretty were okay. popular in 2001? In 2001, landlines were absolutely. Right. Yeah. I was a weirdo for not having one. Right. That's what I figured. Okay. Yeah. Um, but 
so there's that that like memory. And the other thing that pops into my mind is it let's say let's just entertain this for a second. What if this goes on for the next few days? Like let's say this goes on for the next two, three days, maybe a week. That is going to be wild. And we'll think, be just fine. No, but think about, like, <laughs> what are these people who, like, like my kids have no idea how yeah. to live a life without this damn thing right in their hand. Yeah, that's So, fair. like, what will they do when they go to a store and they have to wait in line for 10 seconds? Are they going to look at their palm of their hand? What are they going to do? Back to reading shampoo bottles, if you know this what I mean. This is great. It'll, it, I'm kind of here for it. There could actually be a silver lining to this. Maybe. That, that, that they have to learn how to live for five seconds without entertainment. Yeah. Waiting in a waiting room without playing on your phone. Waiting in line without playing on your phone. How about this? Being at home alone and bored for five seconds. <laughs> I'm serious. Like th- these, this generation. I don't mean to sound like that, but it's true. It's true. Come on, now. It is. They true. have no idea how to just be with themselves. They have no by idea themselves. what true boredom really is. No way. They have no. I like. It's, oh, I'm so bored. No, you have no idea what boredom it's means. Like they're entertained 24 seven, and if they're not being entertained. They long to be. Yes. Well, parents out there, there are four words that are going to haunt you over the next, well, if this happens for a while after today, are we there yet? Because those <laughs> kids are no longer going to have tablets and no longer going to have... God, the little ones. I didn't even think of the little ones. Right? Oh, my God. Seriously. Buckle up. Hopefully this doesn't last too long, or maybe it should. Well, maybe you should <laughs> get a better provider over there, Michael. I love that. When I, when I first came in here this morning... <laughs> These two are over here like, maybe you should have paid your bill. (laughs) I'm like, I paid my bill.